Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek! Hello, So I Married a Movie Geek podcast fans. Welcome to this very special birthday episode. We are your hosts, Chrissy McQueen and Justin Winters. We've just watched Teen Wolf! Hello, 1985. Uh, Michael J. Fox was in this little ditty, and apparently it came out around the same time as Back to the Future, right, Justin? I think that's what happened, yeah. I think actually what they did was they made Teen Wolf, and then they, I guess they, it was on the shelf for a little bit, and then he made Back to the Future and became huge, and they, I guess they saw that coming and said, oh gosh, we need to release Teen Wolf. And so they were in the theaters at the same time, I think, so. Well, needless to say, Back to the Future is the obvious winner here when it comes to <laughs> what's the better movie. Back to the Future is probably my favorite movie of all time. So um, I guess what happened was it's, or my love for that movie kind of carried into this. Um, I get that. Even though the quality is nowhere near. Oh, I totally get that. I still you know, hold a candle for Leonardo DiCaprio. And after Titanic, I didn't really like the beach, but he was in it, and so therefore it was gold. Yeah. And it was, it was a well-shot movie as well. What, the beach? Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful to look at. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so you had never seen Teen Wolf. What was your... Um, did you know about Teen Wolf before seeing Teen Wolf? I mean, of course. I mean, I don't live under a rock. I what did you think? Wolf. Did you think it was a rollicking comedy? Did you think it was a... Horror flick. Well, when the, in the very beginning, you think it was Twilight for the eighties set. Uh, <laughs> you had to mention Twilight. Why? Well, that, was, that was kind of the reason I chose this. Between the Twilight coming out next week and the Twilight, um, the Twilight movie, <laughs> whatever. Seriously, um, and the fact that uh, both this movie and Back to the Future's twenty fifth anniversary is. Uh, next this month. Twenty five years, month. really? Yeah. Wow. Twenty eight, nineteen eighty five. So, yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Does it hold up a little bit? No, not really. No, I don't think so. Okay, so Chrissy, um, first of all, for people who have not seen Teen Wolf, yes. Um, what? 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 Michael J. Fox <laughs> is a typical suburban teenager. Ex- for one little problem, and that is that he is slowly turning into a werewolf, and all of a sudden that slowly turns into warp speed. When but wait, but wait, um, we're gonna spoil this movie. That was I was gonna say that, but you just launched into the plot description. Well, if you haven't seen Teen Wolf, we're probably gonna spoil it. So I don't think anybody really cares. <laughs> it feels like Teen Wolf, whatever. Yeah, I've seen Teen Wolf. Oh God, no! Don't spoil Teen Wolf for me, man. So what... I have it on my Netflix. Okay. <laughs> It's on Netflix. You can buy it actually with Team of Two starring Jason Bateman. Um, at your, you can find it at your local Best Buy. There's a Team of Two. There's a Team of Two with Jason Bateman, which is infinitely worse than this. <laughs> is it like Grease Two compared to regular Grease? Um, that's probably an apt description. Yeah, he plays um, the guy's cousin in Team of Two. Jason Bateman does, oh. and he like goes to college. 
I just think it's funny that in the beginning of the movie, it's it's obvious that he can't control these changes that he's going through. But at one point um, in the bathroom scene, like from there on out, it's like a switch that he can turn on and off. So what is the main theme, you would say, of Teen Wolf? What is, why, what's going on here? Well, first of all, how is it that everybody is either nonplussed by this, you know, huge change when he reveals himself, he outs himself to everyone I didn't ask about reactions. I, what, is, what do you think is the main theme of the film? Well, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. Um, and that they're all either confused or just kind of like a, whoa, didn't see that coming sort of thing. So I can't necessarily say the theme is about like, oh, look, it's this different sort of thing. We have to accept differences in people and stuff like that because they didn't even seem to notice or care. But it is, you know, about um, the whole cause celeb sort of thing, you know, of like, oh, look, what a celebrity because he's a wolf. We like him because he's a wolf, not because he's Scott, but because he's a wolf. Just as, you know, now we're like, we love Miley Cyrus because she's Miley Cyrus, not because she's done anything for humanity. Okay, so you just comp you compared Teen Wolf to Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't have gone that far, but uh, <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. But uh, <laughs> You know what's funny? Like... <laughs> You're right, it didn't make... All right, for, I just, disclaimer to everybody listening, and this is really the truth. Justin's surprise birthday party was last night, and I'm still really tired today. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> it's true. But what I'm trying to say in my head is that, you know, oh, like, we always... Do you want to take back that Miley Cyrus <laughs> rant? <laughs> Miley Cyrus is totally like Teen Wolf. Like she hasn't done nothing, and he's done nothing, but everyone loves him. <laughs> what, is, what was that? Do you know what I th Here's When I was a kid, here's what the theme of Teen Wolf was. Please tell me. Is, first of all, I thought it was a horror movie because the, the beginning credits of the movie are like stark white Teen Wolf and then everyone's <laughs> credits. And the score to the... The credits are like, and you're like, holy crap, this is going to be the scariest Teen Wolf of all time. As opposed to all the other Teen Wolves out there, yes. It ends up being like his heartbeat in the first scene, but you don't know that going in. If you've never seen it, you're just scared. Yeah. That's like, that's my heartbeat now as I watch the so, credits. So I was kind of scared. And then he turns up, all this stuff happened, it ends up happening. And you think that it would go the horror slant, like, oh my god, he's going to kill everyone. Right. But instead, everything that happens is like, oh, the funniest thing. This movie has like five montages, you know, of him just being the coolest person. When you think that people would be like, uh, what's that wolf guy doing hanging around here? No, no, but no, no, everybody's no, no, like slapping his hand. No, but that's like, shit. You wouldn't think that everybody would be like, uh, what's that wolf guy doing around here? You think that everybody would be like, ah! Holy crap, watch your voice, woman. I'm just saying, like, if if I showed up to work tomorrow and, you know, Justin walked in and, and was like, hey, guess what? I'm turning to Nobody knows who Justin is, but it's a co-worker of yours yeah, at I your job. I know. Well, I just established I walked into work. I wouldn't be like, oh, dude, he's still a wolf now. Or would I not be like, high five, either. I'd be like, oh, my God, and I'd freak out. Nobody freaked out. Nobody. Well, I would, that's what you would do if he was a wolf man. I'd freak out. By the way, she works in a kid's gym, so I, <laughs> if, if I walked in and he was the wolf man, and it was before class had started, I would be, I would walk over to him silently, and I'd be like, dude, we work at a kid's gym. Stop wolfing out. Stop wolfing out. <laughs> yeah, Justin, cut your hair. No, just go upstairs in the creepy closet. 
You can't. <laughs> Not work. everybody knows we have a creepy closet at my gym. Dude, you could be like an online telemarketer and be a team wolf, but you can't be, work at a kid's gym and, you know, throw the kids in the balls or, you know, get, them, like, get them on the zip line. <laughs> yeah, you're like aiming bubbles at them. And then, <laughs> I don't think the moms or dads will trust their, you know, little toddler kids to. Wolf well, man. maybe not the newbies, but the ones who are, you know, our veterans, they might. They'd be like, oh, that's Come just on. Justin. Those people live in this movie, apparently. Everyone thought this was the coolest thing. Yeah, and the norm. Ugh. Okay, um, so... Wait, let's talk about where they live for a second, because I got really, really excited at one point. Uh, the scene <laughs> around a quarter of the way through Justin's laughing, because he knows, he knows what's coming. Michael J. Fox is driving the van, which, by the way, was creepy in and of itself that they had a van. I'm, here's the thing. Most movies back then were were filmed in the L.A. area. I understand that. But the, every movie that you see that has L.A. in it, it's like, it's The Ring and Lord of the Rings. You're like, oh, this is my favorite thing about this film. It was filmed in L.A. <laughs> no! There's like three movies that we've watched in the past, you know, a couple months where this has happened. And I'm like, yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah, like Boogie Nights. You live in L.A. No, but this Boogie is Boogie Nights was filmed in L.A. I know. No, it was but also, it took place in L.A. I understand. But it's not just... have taken place anywhere. Not just L.A., but this is what happened. Like, they're driving, and all I saw was this, they drove by something that said Banner Carpet. So I was like, Banner Carpets? God, wasn't that around in the 80s when I was a kid near my house, like, a block away? I think it was. What if this was shot on Sherman Way? And then, like... A second later, when that guy is surfing like an idiot on top of the van. Yeah, I love that you're thinking about this. And they drove past the Kmart and Pick and Save. And I went, that's my Kmart and Pick and Save when I was a kid. It was my neighborhood. Shh, your voice. No. Number one, who cares? Me. The guy's like doing handstands on his van. And you're like, oh, look at those signs I remember from the 80s. It was awesome. He's doing handstands on the van. Who cares what signs are in the van? He did not now? do handstands on, on the van. He just surfed. Number one. It was definitely not safe. And he, what was no. it? Were his feet glued to the van? There was no way he was going to... Well, there he is. There he is. We're watching it on TV in the background right now. And they just drove He's by picking barefoot. Up. What does it say to the kids that watch this movie? I thought about that. I was like, ooh, that would have been a bad thing if people watch this and then go, hey, I want to start from my van. And then tried it and ate it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you've never seen Teen Wolf, his best friend Styles surfs. He stands on top of a van as they're going, what? At least... 35, 45 miles per hour. Theoretically, past Denny's. Barefoot, and somehow he doesn't fall. Like you, LA's got lots of potholes. You know that he would be at least falling once. Well, I guess he falls down once, but he doesn't fall off the van, which you think. No, he even like he climbs would. down and says something to Michael J. Fox inside the window and then climbs back up like, it ain't no thing. Yeah, you lost me there, Team Wolf. Yeah, no. Team this, well, you this know. is kind of some kind of special effects. I just don't understand how too he goes through these changes. Like right now, he's freaking out about his ears turning into wolf ears, but like they immediately revert back to their regular ear issues. So are we? I assume we are to think that he's going through puberty. This is like he's going through the change. This is like the symbolism. Like he's going through the change. He's starting to see girls. And um, by the way, one of the things all Chrissy also hated about this movie, which is some. some I guess I hated about it as well, was the best friend of Michael J. Fox's character in this movie has an unfortunate name. Boof. Oh, Boof! Why was her, her name, name Boof? Boof? And it's Boof. never explained! It's B-O-O-F. Boof. First I thought maybe her last name was Booth, like as in John Wilkes, and that you just called her by her last name. <laughs> and then I kept listening, like, really That's carefully. That's an unfortunate person to be. And every time they said it, I was like, no, 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 no. I think that they're actually calling her Boof. Like, hey, I boofed her. Yeah, like, why would you name your kid Boof? Hi, Boof. 
I thought it was too close to barf. And I, every time I heard her name, I was like, ugh, barf. And I guess that's why I didn't... Oh, see, I was thinking of Boof like Boink. Boink? Yeah. Either way, why would you name your child Boof? <laughs> Maybe there's It's obviously hippies. a nickname that can't be a real, like, we family hope, name. We hope. We hope. How do you know? Your great-grandmother Boof. <laughs> <laughs> we, we told her on her deathbed that we would name her after you, our firstborn Boof. I just want to know what her last name is. Wouldn't it be fun if it were something like Garfunkel? Boof Garfunkel. <laughs> what, if it, what, what if her last name was also Boof? So it was Boof Boof. No. That would explain why she's so like needy and clingy throughout the movie to Michael J. Fox. I don't think she's needy and clingy throughout the movie. They're, they're, okay, they've been best friends since five or six years old. They tell this really funny story that, you know, like, remember when you were five or six and we walked around the block? That was so scary. We were, you know, we've been best friends since then. Yeah. Now I want to boof you. Boof. Boof. But I, boof, boof. <laughs> boof, boof. But I don't understand why you think that she's clingy as a result. No, I got... Again, as a kid, I was, I just, it, her name was too close to barf, so. Every, so you don't like anything every about her? Every time she came, I was like, well, why would, okay, if you're the writer of this movie, Teen Wolf, <laughs> obviously has a, a sense of humor about itself, um, because it goes from, you're thinking it's a horror movie, to like a slapstick comedy. Right. With a, uh, a wolf man at the center. Nice. But you name the best friend character Boof. Why would you do that? Boofity big boof boof. Why? Hey, didn't we have... No, um, no, answer my question. Why would they name her Boof? Uh, I think it was a part of making her seem somewhat more unattractive, even though, because I'm sure the actress... Yeah, she had, like, is, she wore those big sweaters. And right. Stuff. The the actress, actress herself is an attractive woman, so, you know, they do things to ugly her up, just like, you know, and she's all that. They put the pretty girl in a ponytail and glasses and think that that suddenly makes her unattractive. So they put her in a chunky sweater, they cut her hair in a not very nice haircut for the and 80s, named and they named her Boof. Something that resembles barf. Right. How dare they? That's what they did it on purpose. So then, do you think that uh, MJ, for lack of a better term here, would uh, or should have ended up with Pam? No, no, no. I liked Booth. Everything I, I liked Booth. I mean, she was kind of clingy, but I she was a family friend, so I guess she was like part of the family. She would come over and play basketball with her with his dad and stuff. So, yeah. other than her name, I mean, she was okay. <laughs> she was okay. She was nice. But I you guess she, she, you know, made him choose in the end what to do. But you still we, prefer... Before, before we get to the end and talk about the end. But, um, I mean... You still prefer her to, to Pam. I mean, she, you know how they portray her. That she's the, you know, the untouchable girl that's... It's not fair. Why do they always do that to the blonde chick in the movie? I don't understand. She's blonde. Okay, why does she have to be, like, the bitchy girl who won't give anybody time of day and acts like she's a queen on a, her pedestal and can have her pick of anyone and everyone? You're very, very offended by this. I'm, it, it's more of a concept. Not, I'm not offended by the movie itself. I'm just kind of like a, hey, why do they do that always to the blonde girl? Always. Yeah, okay, so the hot chick that he, like, at the beginning of the movie, he has the hots for. Yeah. She's in, she's in theater, but she seems to be rehearsing... For a mop, a, a one-person play, because you never see anyone but her and the crazy theater director. That's like, woof, woof, man, woof. It sounded like you were barking. No, but for a she, woof, there was woof. there was no one else in the play. Where were they? Well, they was he trying rehearsing... to was he trying to boof her too? He could have been. They were just trying to rehearse though the same scene over and over again. That's probably why you never saw. It's not like noises off, you know, where you had a million things going on. Well, I just assumed if it was a play, you know. 
he was brought in to do this bit role, but they still didn't show anyone else involved. There was nobody backstage. The, you never saw the people with the lights. We know the scene in, Gar- in Gone with the Wind where Scarlett O'Hara is you know, talking I'm, I'm about... Not, I'm not saying that the scene doesn't exist. I'm saying that you never saw anyone else involved in the play other than her and the creepy director guy. Eh, whatever. You're grasping at straws. <laughs> well, we're trying to discuss a movie that's inherently... Grasping know, at straws. Kind of stupid. But, um... What was the other... Okay, so we're at the beginning. He's going through puberty or whatever. He's starting to... You assume that he hasn't really had a girlfriend or, you know, had any kind of romantic contact with girls. Right. But he had a crush on the blonde-haired girl that was in theater. She didn't give him the time of day. Until he was a friend She had a a friend named, unfortunately named Boof. (laughs) And then he just starts, I guess, starts to wolf out suddenly in class one day. And then that's where it begins. Yeah. He's going through puberty, you know. In the movie. Real quick, I don't understand this party that they went to towards the beginning of the movie. Like when he had to make out with Boof in the closet. This is before he's fully wolfed out. Yeah. He's going through the like the wolf-like symptoms. He gets hair on his hands, which is... Right, but let's talk about the party itself for a second. What do you wrong with the party? You don't like it? And, but have you ever been to a party where two girls are like covered in what looks like whipped cream and tied together and writhing on the floor while there are other people making out in a closet? Everybody's drinking and some guy has a shirt that says obnoxious on it. Like I plead the fifth. That was before we got married, huh? <laughs> no. I've never been to a party. I mean, I've been to a party that's been wild and crazy, but they didn't play a game like this where you're they stick you in a closet for two, what, two minutes? or Yeah, it was supposedly two minutes. But I looked at this and I was like, is everybody high on ecstasy or something? Like, what's happening here? And why are they all 25? Yeah! That was the other thing. I go, since when does this happen also when you are 16? It definitely looks more like a college party than a high school party. I mean, they take the guy named Chubby, which... That was so unfortunate. It's sad that his name he's named Chubby, but they, you know, put the jello in that girl's shirt and like... Yeah! He's like, eat it out. And he's like motorboating her. This is a PG movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah. A lot of stuff happens, including drinking, marijuana, you know, riding on tops of vans, you know, barefoot. Mm-hmm. But you didn't like the party. You didn't, you thought it was, oh, it was It was not a little, it was over the top and I was kind of like a, what? Like, sort of thing. And the part where, um, the, I, I think it, I really just couldn't get over the two girls writhing on the floor because they never could free themselves. And everybody just stood around and was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, why did they get the, I mean, his best friend Styles was the one that was picking these Things for them to do. Yeah, I didn't even understand the point of the game. I, I guess like, if he this? didn't like the people, he's like, okay, cover yourself in goo and then roll on the floor. Because that was the worst thing possible. And who's, who says, okay, and like takes off their clothes and starts They did, obviously. I mean, this this party did have like eight kegs of beer at it. Oh, come on, but that's beer. It's not hard alcohol. There's not well, enough beer in the world for that. Which, by the way, the the whole trying to get beer thing was, I love that, that whole scene, <laughs> that Couple oh, of scenes like, there. Oh, they like infrareded his eyes out. He's like, "Give me a keg." Um. So uh, <laughs> now that you're older, you can go ahead and confess. Did you regularly try to buy alcohol before you were of alcohol age? No. Um. Luckily, did you ever go and say, "Give me some Zima"? No. Luckily, or maybe it's unlucky. My dad was an alcoholic, so I would steal his alcohol <laughs> and pour it in water bottles and take it with me. This has become very sad. <laughs> And I'm laughing about it now. I remember one memorable occasion. I knew he had a bottle of sake, and I didn't want him to know I took it, so I purposely poured it in water bottles. This is what I did. I was smart. I went outside with the empty sake bottle, 
bashed it against a tree so there were broken glass pieces, put them in the trash can, and then said, hey, Dad, I was trying to wash clothes earlier, but you had this bottle up there, and I accidentally dropped it and broke it trying to get detergent. Oops. So that way he saw the glass in the trash can and, knew, and thought that I really did break it, but really I just poured the sake into water bottles and took it to a party. Wow. That was some story. Well, see, why do you need to buy alcohol when you have an alcoholic dad? Thanks, Dad. Okay. Obviously, my dad is not listening or a fan of this podcast. Um, well, I had a friend when I was a kid that would go and try to buy our alcoholic beverages at the Winn-Dixie uh, supermarket. Winn-Dixie, for you California people, is the equivalent of, like, Vons. Vons. No, I don't think it's just, it's more country than Vons. Food for less? And he would try <laughs> to buy, like, uh, either beer or wine coolers for his female friends and would be very nervous about use or you know trying to do that <laughs> didn't wolf out like you know the guy did in this movie didn't say give me some beer right i think if a girl went and did that she might be able to buy some i disagree with you entirely no no maybe well, maybe but maybe also that's the difference between living in north carolina and living in california at that age like we, there are plenty girls just, of they just give alcohol to the girls no, when they all come into the grocery store no they don't there are plenty they'll of... just walk out with their hands they're like they just nod like there you go oh hail to the no 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 um maybe my californians will be able to back me up on this but like to this day they still eye you suspiciously and they're like can i see some id and i got carded i mean for like r-rated movies until i was 20 so I think it's a California thing. It's there are plenty of cute girls running around here. So it's not like they go, "Hey, there's a cute girl. Let's give her some alcohol." But don't you? But so you never, you always get carded. Not anymore. Isn't that a testament to the fact that you look young? Well, not anymore. But so you get mad at this, or you do you, you like when you get carded? Obviously. Now I like when I get carded, but back then it was kind of a pain in the butt. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, but um, the point of that was was it, it? It didn't matter at all about you know about your. Um, uh, your gender, because you're acting like gender makes a difference, and I don't think it does. At least not out here. Maybe it did back there. Yeah, I think it does. And when you're tr- you're trying to get into a club or a bar or trying to be to get a drink over, you know, a bar full of guys, it helps. Okay. Well, back to we talked about dads a second ago in a not so flattering tone, but this dad, Michael J. Fox's dad, in this, did like, you like uh, the dad in Teen Wolf? He he was interesting. You know, I, I did like him actually. I mean, I didn't dislike him, but, I, you know, I had lukewarm feelings for what him. What did you think about the fact that he didn't tell his son about his possible wolf, wolf, wolfing out before it? I, which, by the way, you're like, oh, he could be in there doing anything. Yeah. The dad's out. He could be, like, actually really going through puberty in some really strange ways. Right. And the dad's like, let me in. I can talk <laughs> about this with you. And he's like, no, dad, no. I got this. No, I think I think I understand what you're going through. Let's talk about this right now. Dad, I'm busy. No, I really want to. And then he opens the door, and he's like a wolf too. So you're here's like, the thing. what? No, he okay. He was supposedly a wolf, but he looked like like a giant gerbil. <laughs> he looks like he looked like glasses. a no. He looked like a grand wolf. You know, he had like his, there was nothing his wolfy hair, about his, his hair was gray, face, but he was, he was still wearing his glasses. He, so apparently, the the wolfing powers didn't help his eyesight. He at looked all. like a, oh, you know what it is? He looked like a beaver. He had overgrown hair, and he and he had this beaver face. He had this big, like chubby, bulbous nose. That well, that was the mascot have. for the high school. So that it was it made there sense. You, there you go. But here's what I don't understand. 
I understand. I, I do get why he wanted to not necessarily have to tell him what his future held. He said held, it skipped a generation. But he was hoping it would skip a generation, so he would never have to know. But at the same time, still, so he's a he, wolf. How did he hide it forever? Like, yeah, how he's does a he... wolf. He's he works in the the um, hardware store. Hardware store where these kids come in and blow dog whistles. You think he would? I know that's a big thing. Why didn't he hear the whistle when when the kid was blowing the whistle? Like, Michael J. Fox is like, oh my gosh, my head is going to explode. But the dad's just like, oh, I'm just putting away these light bulbs. And, Maybe yeah. he has, and, you know, he just didn't. He's, yeah, he's old. He's Grand Wolf. I guess. Oh. So, wait, let's move on to when, once he's a wolf and he becomes the celeb. And Yeah, so did you think when he became a wolf, you are like, oh, I fear for these people's life. Do you, or did you think, hey, no. he's probably going to, like, be the coolest guy at school and everyone's going to love him? No. Uh, it, it, I was somewhere in between. I didn't know. I, I mean, I knew this wasn't a horror movie, so I didn't think he was going to go ballistic and you know, kill yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, I was surprised by how quickly they embraced him just for being a wolf. I, I was more interested in the intricacies of it. Like, hey, why is he suddenly good at basketball? And why yeah, did he I do mean, The first time he flips? went full wolf in front of all the people at school was at a basketball, in the middle of a basketball game. Yeah. Which, by the way, the team was awful, inherently yeah. awful. Coach was hilarious. I mean, Michael J. Fox is 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, He's like my height. They must have only cast people that were, you know, maybe a few five, inches eight, taller five, than him. Because <laughs> there was no one on the court that was like twice his height. Which right. W- which would have looked weird. Yeah. Which were like NBA players playing with, you know, little elementary school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rec league um, basketball. But I understand why being a wolf made him so adept and skilled at basketball and uh, doing flips too. Because obviously was... if te- werewolves are good at basketball. I guess so. They're good at walking around with their shirts off. Yes. And, you know... I'm not in all that body in hair. In Twilight. I'd, I would want him to shave it. No, but I, did they shave in Twilight? All the werewolves were topless in Twilight, right? Yeah, and and they... Well, and when they were not they were werewolves... They were all serious they were human, about They stuff. were serious, and they were very muscular, and they were, like, waxy with there's not like hair the, the, in sight. In Twilight, they were like, there's no time for fun. We can't go play basketball. We can't, you know, go to cool parties. We can't bang the hitter chicks. We've got to walk outside in the rain and our. You love I'm fine Twi- with that. You, lo- you love Twilight, right? I hate Twilight, but let's I not let's not bash Twilight. I don't want to bash anything. It's inherently tied to books and anything that makes kids read, read. books. I, I don't care if it's Twilight or anything. At least they're reading books. I agree. You know, maybe that's the gateway. I say gateway drug. Movies are the gateway the, that help children no, read good. Yeah, Twilight is the gateway <laughs> drug to making kids read books. Yeah. What was it in Zoolander when he said the, the center for, for... What is this? A center for ants? <laughs> I love that movie. It's a good one. We should watch that at some point. You've seen that, so... I know, I know. I think I was... I made you watch that. Well, did I make you watch that for the first time, too? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, so when Michael J. Fox now, he's really good at basketball, and he's, he's really, really popular, good at basketball. And he gets on the on the van, and he surfs. He starts doing these flips like he's freaking Blanca in Street Fighter 2. <laughs> Yeah, and then he turns into electricity. He's like, ah! Oh! Oh! I, I was afraid he was going to be like, Brazil! So you were like, this guy is the coolest guy ever. I really want to, like, make out with him like the girls in the movie do. No, definitely not. Uh-uh. I, I would not have been into him. Another thing that you obviously think of when you're watching him doing flips on the van, you're like, where are the police in this town? <laughs> These are the worst police ever, because he does that for at least, you know... Um, it's Sherman Way in the Noho Van Nuys area. They're busy. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I've seen people get jaywalking tickets in in the, in that area. Or in the nine one six zero five. I don't know what I'm talking about. I but, know you don't. <laughs> but if I saw a Teen Wolf doing flips, 
I would hope that the police would at least... Reckless endangerment! <laughs> yeah, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. I love, I love at the beginning of the movie how they kind of give the speech from Spider-Man as the dad. It's like, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes! And you're like, oh, God, he's going to use his power for good. But then he ends up, you know, being good at basketball and trying to... <laughs> Speaking of advice, girls. the coach tries to give advice oh. to Michael J. Fox. Okay, guys, if you've ever seen this and you don't remember the coach, go back and watch it. If you the last time you watched this movie was when you were a kid, because he's like one of the best coaches ever. Because he's the worst coach ever when you listen to how he talks. It's true. He gives advice at one point later in the movie where I was like, actually, that makes sense, uh, and it's the first time he's made sense in the whole movie, and I'm on board with what he had to say. But towards the beginning here, when Michael J. Fox first comes to him and says, hey, guess what? I'm going through some changes. Yeah, um, I think I'm going through Wolfdom. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. The, we'll play the, the clip for you so you can join in the fun with us. He's entering the coach's office. Hey, Scotty. Come on in. Game out there today. You want a thigh or a wing or something? No, it's not necessary, Coach. Listen, you know, you know how you always said that if any of us guys have any problems, I mean, even personal ones, that we should come and see you. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Great, because uh, I got a problem. Oh yeah, what kind of problem? As you can see, I'm a very busy man here. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of complicated. Oh no, those kind of problems. Yeah. What is it? Drugs? Girls? Oh, I sure like to help you, but I'm really tapped out this month. The IRS is breathing down my neck like it's some kind of personal vendetta against Bobby Finstock. No, Coach. How can I put this? I'm going through changes. Oh, that. Don't worry about that. We all go through that. Some a little bit later than others. I'm sorry I didn't notice, but I haven't been hanging around the locker room all that much. No. What? I don't understand. I'm sorry, what? I haven't been hanging around the locker room all that much to notice the hair that you're growing in the places that you're growing it. Anyway, he was one of my favorite characters besides Michael J. Fox in this movie because every time he pops up, he would give like his his rules of life, and they were always terrible. Such sound suggestions. Advice. No, the one that that was later on was pretty good. It was like always get twelve hours of sleep, never date a girl, or do anything the, some with a girl tattoo. who has a tattoo. Yeah, it was great. He's one really, and not just any tattoo, but like it was like a special kind of tattoo. But, okay, what did you think about the character of Styles, who plays the best friend in the movie? Uh, okay, I need words. This is a... <laughs> you didn't like him? What didn't you like about him? Um, I think it was correct when he wore that shirt that said obnoxious. I found him to be obnoxious. Yeah. Would you agree with my assessment that he was... Assessment? Assessment that he was one of the worst best friends in an A's movie because he kind of turned on Scott when he became a wolf. Yes, I would agree with that assessment. Before he was like doing the flips on, he didn't do the flips, he would just surf on the van. Right. And then once Scott started to become a Teen Wolf all the time, he was like, oh, I'm going to set up, you know, the stand of of Teen Wolf memorabilia and try to make a buck off his name. Well, that doesn't surprise me. I feel like his character was always headed in that that direction. He didn't have much soul, Um, you know, and then it just kind of came out more. He... Was he just, uh, he had problems. He did. Maybe I he had that, issues at home. I, I don't know. But I love that Michael J. Fox wears like what looks like a members only jacket whenever he's really Scott and not the Teen Wolf. And whenever he's Teen Wolf, he comes out and like John Travolta's it up with like the suits and the swag and stuff like that. Yeah, you that. think if you want a Teen Wolf out, you want to keep your members only jacket on. Right? <laughs> Dude. Teen Wolves are members only. 
but to be honest. Yeah, he would just walk down the hall in his le- his letter jacket and his uh, buds in his ear. He's, he's listening to music. He's got his sunglasses on. Yeah, everything and changed. Let's. Well, how about the principal, Principal Thorne? Like that guy was pretty intense. Well, he had a vendetta for uh, MJ's dad. Yeah, that's a pretty scary story. It's true because MJ's dad was a werewolf as well, and they fought over um, Michael Jack Michael Jackson because they kept saying MJ. <laughs> no, they kept fighting over. That would have made this movie so much better if it was Michael Jackson. I love, again, Back to the Future is my favorite movie of all time. I love Michael J. Fox. But if it was Michael Jackson, it would have added a certain twist that... Uh, it would have been like Thriller, the uncut version. Yeah, they had a lot of musical montages. But what if they would actually were singing? <laughs> I know I'm going to think of Michael Jackson the whole time. Oh, Michael I, Jackson Fox. I forgot what I was even saying. His, his Did you know his middle initial is not even J? What is it? It's A. He couldn't be Michael Fox because the guy had already registered that name in the... Sag. Whatever it was. He couldn't be... He didn't want to be Michael A. Fox because that sounds like he's... <laughs> hey, Michael, a fox. <laughs> he's kind of like, he's, this guy's full of himself. Um, <laughs> so he chose Michael J. Fox in honor of... Uh, I think it was Michael J. Pollard, the, the actor. So Interesting. Interesting tip. It is. Nugget. Speaking of tips, oh my God. Wait a minute. Did you just say tips with a P, I hope? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but wait a second. We, uh-huh. have, we have to talk about the end of this movie. What? what? No, we're still talking about it. We're still talking about it. I mean, so what, okay, what were your favorite things about the movie? Um. No, you didn't like anything about the movie? It, it's not that sort of a movie where you have, like, favorite things. It's just kind of like, you know... You go through the motions, and then afterward, you're like, "Oh, okay." I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a favorite part. I don't. So you hate completely hated this movie. No, just because I don't have a favorite part doesn't mean that I hated it. Okay. Well, I'm just asking what you liked about the movie. Uh, I mean, it was entertaining. Okay. You didn't. Uh, what did you think about the whole um, theater scene where um, obviously Michael J. Fox gets a role? A walk-on role in the play, but the the theater director only wants him because he's a wolf. Well, I found it funny too that the Teen Wolf was a much better actor than his Scott character, who couldn't act to save his life. You thought that the wolf was a better actor? He was. In what way? He was talking about the plantation and burn the house and this and that. And when he did it as the Teen Wolf, he was he was really into it. He was like. Burn the plantation. Da, 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 da. And then when he came on as Scott, he was like, burn the plantation. So you're saying his 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 wolfing helped his acting skills. His wolfing helped everything. It helped the, his acting skills, the basketball, the the Blanca tricks. Would you say that you liked uh, Teen Wolf Scott a lot better than just regular Scott? I didn't have a, a big passion for either of them, to really? be honest. Yeah, You but wouldn't be friends with them in real life? I, they wouldn't be my closest friends. I mean, I wouldn't... Not, here's the thing. I wouldn't dislike him. I just wouldn't, like, go out of my way to be friends with him. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's this one scene in it where the girl that he likes, she's blonde and she's in the play, asks him to come back to the dressing room. And, of oh. course, there's there's still nobody there. there. You haven't seen anyone that's in this play. 
and she's got this towel on and she's like, come in. And he comes in and she takes off her towel and she's in her lingerie. Yeah, pretty much. What's up with that? Well, she's like, she blames it on, you know, theater etiquette, which by the way, those of you who have not done theater. What were her intentions, Chrissy? Obviously, her intentions were to get it on with Is she him. a fame whore? I don't think that she's... I mean, her. she changes her views on him like a couple times throughout the movie, right? Right. I don't think it's so much that she's a fame whore as she is in... Uh, first of all, she's an egotistical person, and she's also an attention whore. And she knew that Scott liked her for a long time, but back when he was boring, she didn't really care. Now that he's not boring, now there's a reason to actually let him pursue her. And, and that is key here. Let him pursue her. She still didn't really pursue him. She just kind of then finally put down her red off, flag and was like, all right. She took all her clothes and she's like, we're back here where there's no one. Yeah. yeah. There's no one else in this. What if it was a setup all along? There's not a real play. And she's like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. And the theater director is in on it? I guess that, that wouldn't work. Because yeah. they started before. No. It's still weird that it. But I, 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 did, I was just like, oh, come on. Because she used the excuse of being a theater person for why she was parading around semi-naked and why it was like totally okay to do this sort of stuff. Which I understand because, let's face it, theater's incestuous and fun like that. But like she was just like... She was so like trying it's to... It's theater. She, so she's, she's in her laundry and she's like, so what does it take to... What did she say? Get the wolf. And he's like... He's like, I have to get really excited. excited. <laughs> And she was like, and so how do I get really excited? Yeah, and she was like, so how do I get you excited? He was like, well. (laughs) Every little kid that watched this movie was like, is this what happens? They're like signing up already for theater in there. It is what happens. They're like five years old. They're like, that's what, maybe that's what happened to me. Like in the back of my mind, I was, I was thinking. Did you ever have a theater experience like that? No. Really? No. Did you? No. (laughs) I don't believe you. What was, you didn't say no with intensity. With gusto. With gusto. <laughs> gusto. <laughs> no, that never happened. Nobody. I mean, you would. The people would be changing stuff, but you'd never walk back there, or walk back there, and there was one girl, and she's like, "Close the door." Well, it didn't. It doesn't happen like that. But I'm going to make you wolf out. But do theater people? I, I, and we assume they have sex because the principal is walking outside and he hears a wolf call from oh. it. Which must have been really loud, you know? Yeah. I wonder if everyone else was like, well, let's go see what that is. And then they're like, <gasps> They did it. They did it. Bestiality. Oh, gross. Wolf sex. Ew. What? It's Ew, wolf. I know. So hairy. He is hairy. He can't handle all that hair. Don't much. you love when they go to like the, the pizza joint and he breaks open the beer with his teeth? Yeah. I mean, that's sussy. Okay. I would hope that if uh, you and I ever went to a pizza joint like that, you could also open a beer with your teeth, wolf or not wolf. Would you? I would do it if I was a wolf. Yeah. But, um, so, okay. So, the whole gist of it, I guess he, he I guess he just becomes uh, kind of a dick when he yeah. goes on in his wolfdom. I mean, when he's on a basketball team and he takes all the shots and doesn't pass to his team. Then he's just Kobe Bryant. Oh. That's a dagger to the heart of Kobe Bryant. Oh, come no on. No love for Kobe Bryant? No, Kobe Bryant is a legend. I have, I have but he love for him as what? far as basketball He's concerned. gotten a lot better. He did towards of, the end. In terms of, of passing. Last season. Yeah. But that's I mean, besides the point. And, my, and Michael J. Fox also, you know, learns that eventually, too, because he starts passing the ball to Chubby. Chubby. I mean, uh, that was the one thing that kind of brought me out every time I saw the basketball, because I just didn't believe... That Chubby would be on the team? That they just looked too old. They weren't good enough. Michael J. Fox is 5'3". He, yeah. He, when he 
Couldn't they have picked a different sport, like bowling? There was a lot of traveling. <laughs> if you watch, you're like, that's a travel. He's just walking along with the ball. It should have been horse races. You know, you need short people for that. Why didn't they just think of that? <laughs> because horse racing is a very big high school sport, apparently. It is. And there's not much competition. They could have won that. I don't know. Chubby <laughs> on a horse. I don't know if I... Oh, that's not fair. And you know, that, okay, that kind of made me upset. I'm not. A, I actually like that guy that plays Chubby. So. Well, me too. I'm a thin person, and I was annoyed for him because they made his character constantly eating and talking about ice cream, whatever. And I'm like, way to reinforce the stereotype that fat people are fat because they just eat all the time. But I would like to be friends with that guy because he had all the snacks in his locker. You. Can, that's why you're married to me because I have snacks in my locker, aka my purse, all the time. Or in my cubby at my gym. Snacks in your locker. But I mean, that, uh, see, but, and I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not really thin. I'm not like Ooh. a fat person. So. Of course you're not a fat person. So the, I know. So the point is, is that that's just a stupid misnomer. Yes. It was definitely low hanging fruit. I would agree. So. That was a good way of putting it. Yeah, I agree with you. It was an you. easy joke. But the guy sold it well. He was pretty cool. He was a good guy He liked it. eating jello out of girls, you know, bras and stuff. Would you like to eat jello out of a girl's bra? Um, I, I mean, if you spring it on me, I'll be kind of embarrassed, I guess, because it's so weird, but I guess I would do it. I if it was you. Would. Oh, if it was me. Well, I don't know well if you... obviously I'm not going to do it from an, another... <laughs> well, I know, but we're talking about high school, so you didn't know me back then. Oh, we, we didn't say anything that I was in high school. That changes things. So would it, would, it, would you have in high school? What, what kind of flavor jello is it? Jello comes from gelatin, which comes from horses. Oh, yeah, that's that that's, is sad. That's not okay. Thanks for ruining all the times I ate Jello in the past. Hey, you're welcome. Yay! Yay! So, two things happen mainly in the end. There's a dance, and yeah. then there's a basketball game. What did you think of the dance? He came in. Oh, the and it was dance! Like a, they he everybody was like waiting for him, and he, okay, never mind. He I cubed, do have a favorite he, scene. He, it's he the cubed, dance. He cued the DJ. Yeah, and he's like, hey. hey. He, it's again like uh, the guy from Saturday Night Fever pretty much coming into the dance. Right, John Travolta. And then they do a dance that's about a wolf. I don't the understand. Big bad wolf this. Dance. Okay, he does this he does this dance where it's basically like um it's two counts of eight and then a pose with claws high up in the air. <laughs> I love that you're trying to really critique it. No, but <laughs> two counts of eight. And then he does that. But that's pause. what it is. No, it's like the and it's like a weird kind of great. It's not a full grapevine, but it's like a. It's not the thriller it's like a dance. Shuffle, it's like a shuffle to the right, a shuffle. See, this to the is left. where Michael Michael Mike, Michael Jackson would have come into play. Yeah, he would have had a very like a much elaborate dance. A much elaborate, yes, he would have had a much elaborate uh, dance. Uh, big bad wolf. <laughs> what? Sorry, what that was a terrible impression. Oh no. But but. Then the whole it's thing, like they were trying to rip off Thriller without getting sued. But the, the whole thing about the dance, he did this dance, and then Booth is like, why are you here? Like, why didn't you come as Scott? Why did you come as Teen Wolf? Like, she did, she hated Teen Wolf. Yeah. She's like, you should just be yourself, which I guess is the whole, the the point of the movie. You, the moral. You, don't, you don't have to wolf out and, you know, do all Get these crazy things. like you, yeah. You don't have to be a dick. Just, you know. Be yourself. Be yourself at the dance. People but the, like all the people anyway. just hated the fact that he would even... Think about coming to the dance without becoming the Teen Wolf first. Well, yeah. Why? It was because it's novelty. It already worn off. He was yesterday's news. Well, people love novelty, and then eventually they get sick of it, and then move on to the next, you know, shtick du jour. But I guess this whole dance thing gets him upset, and he gets into a fight, and he gets <laughs> ejected from the dance for wolfing out on the. The guy, which, oh gosh. He's got to learn how to control his That power. was the big thing about that guy and his comment about his mom. Oh, yeah, Mick. 
the his explain his what he said. Foil. Explain what he said. Mick said something about how, um, yeah, well, you know, you're just like a, you're just a hairy animal. You're an animal, just like your mother who tried to steal chickens out of my front yard and I shot her head off. So was he telling the truth? Well, because he says it in a flippant way, and, and then you're and then you're like, okay, if it's if he's serious, you think number one, why is he at the school, and why hasn't Michael J. Fox, you know, wolfed him out to death because he shot his mom in the Face. face. Well, he says it in a way too, though. But that, that's very much afterward. You have the reaction as the viewer of like, "Ooh, that's bad." But, but his the, mom's never. He's, it he doesn't, doesn't have a mom. Up. He has a single dad. It doesn't even. It doesn't even matter because it doesn't add up chronologically. There's no way that he could have been, you know, a high school age student and he shot Michael J. Fox's mom. <laughs> See, that's where the the people that made this movie screwed up because the guy playing that role, he's supposed to be in high school, but they even made make a point to say. He looks like he's thirty years old. He does look like he's thirty years old. And so I'm like, it. I'm like, wait, the numbers could. Wait, did he really shoot his mom? I mean, I didn't understand when I was a kid that he's probably just making a joke, a very bad joke. But they never really explained the mom. So I, I asked you several times throughout this film. I asked what happened to the mother, and you never told me. They never. Did you see them talk about the mom? Except when they talked about the the mom having the kind of flirtation thing with the principal. Who, by the way. Why is the principal there? Is the principal stalking the son? Because he seems like he's been waiting in the shadows. He's a lurker. For, for the son to become of age and possibly become a werewolf so he can, you know. Avenge. Avenge. Avenge the time. I mean, the guy, Scott's dad made the principal pee in his pants. Pretty much. Twice. You never forget something like that. No, I guess not. Peeing in your pants is no fun. And so when, I guess, Michael J. Fox gets ejected from the school dance, the coach is there and like gets mad at Michael J. Fox. But the dad but shows up. The dad up shows up out of the blue. And dad's like... Son, go home. Son, go home. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to take care of this. And, and he's like... Rrr. And then he pees his pants again. Not the dad, but the guy. Yeah, like an old man. With, like, uh, depends. Except it's implied because they never show it. They're just looking. That was awkward too because I didn't, for a second. I you wanted to see the pee? No, for a second I didn't understand that that's what was happening. I saw him like, you know, uh, kind of being threatening towards the principal and then he growled at him and then he's looking at his crotch the whole time and I was like, did something happen? Ew. Did he get an erection by? right now? Like, I really thought I was like, oh, are they going to out the principal as being like a gay wolf lover? And I okay, really I can agree that I've seen this movie probably way too many times, but I never thought that the principal he's like he's like I've been waiting for this moment since he since he scared me as a kid and made me pee myself. I've been hot for this grand wolf. No, but that was his that was <laughs> his realization. Gra- the grand wolf is like and he's like boner, that was his, bo- boner town. That was his sexual awakening. And then, he, and then there he was, and then that's why the guy was looking down his crotch like, Uh-oh. I might be, I, I might be <laughs> exaggerating here, but I think you're overstepping, <laughs> you're reading way too much into Teen Wolf. Well, that's why, and then eventually I realized, oh, he must have peed his pants. Yeah, like, just show the puddle. Yeah, don't, they didn't do don't that. Don't allude to the fact that he might be a, a Grand Wolf uh, lover. Yeah. Okay, so... It's the scene in the background where then, he's riding okay, on top of so the van. That's why we made that sound. So the last scene is he goes to the basketball game. He shows up. He's not Teen Wolf. Everybody's like... They stop the whole game because he's late to the game. And his coach comes over and says, uh, what's what's going on? And he's like, I want to play it as myself. Yeah. And they're like, uh, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, okay. And then they, through like 10 minutes, they try to make the team look good at basketball. 
Yeah, which I don't think they did a very good job. If of. you know, if you watch it, they use a lot of low camera angles. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we got to make it look like he's and not how much five sweat? three. They were sweatier than the entire LA Lakers. Like I didn't understand. <laughs> Again, it looks like they were raining this, sweat from their bodies. You're like, they're sweating a lot. They they were. Look at them sweating. How did they not faint? I mean, I've never seen so much sweat come off of a human before. Well, Dude, like I said, they were all actors in their 20s and 30s playing high schoolers. They're like, whoa, we haven't done this in a while. No, come on. Actually, we don't even know how to play basketball. Most of them don't know how to bounce the basketball if you watch them. They bathed those actors in makeup sweat. I mean, come on. So too much sweat in the final basketball scene. I think that's my, maybe that's at the end of the day. My, your, my whole problem with this movie is too much hair and too much sweat. Okay. Too much Chrissy hair too hates much hair, hates sweat. I do. Personal vendettas against both. Right. So, I but handle it. so uh, they end up winning in the final moments of the movie. Oh my god! He gets like the final foul shots, like to win the whole thing. He does. But for some reason, the guy that joked that he had shot his mom Mick. in the head when she was wolfed out in the hen house or whatever. Mick. Mick. He gets to stand under the basket while Michael J. Fox's character is doing the free throws. Yeah. Well, how does he get to do that? You know, you're not talking to somebody. I guess they didn't take... The, okay, they didn't give him Teen Wolf technicals when he was wolfing out. You think, okay, if the guy's wolfing out, that's not fair. We should not let him play with the regular people. Let's right. give him a, a Teen Wolf League of his own. <laughs> teen Wolf League? It's just him and his dad? What, would you think that was fair? If someone and his headless te- mom? Someone Teen Wolfed out in the middle of a game? That's not fair. Give him a technical. I guess. Say, go back and well, come did- back as... You can't do this. You're doing like somersaults and flips over our players this right. is embarrassing well in that last game he was himself but he, I love how he like gets all jockish and he goes to up to Mick who's much taller than him and he's like you only have one more foul left and then you're out of the game <laughs> and I was like wow well, I could say Fox not a good basketball player he, they, I mean not. they obviously had a, um, a stand in for the the hairy wolf scenes when he's playing basketball horse racing would have been where it's at horse racing honestly he could have been uh. a good jockey so, I mean, would you be freaked out if the, the person was under the bas- basketball goal like that while you're trying to do foul shots? Not if I didn't like him. I'd be like, yeah, I want to make this hit him in the Is head. Is that illegal? Bas- that should be illegal under the basketball rules, right? Uh, it might be. I don't know. When I played, I was point guard. I was never like the center or anything, so I don't know. So you never did foul shots? <laughs> no, I didn't. People didn't really foul me. I was really little. I was always the littlest one. You were like Michael J. Fox. I was. I was. So you're like, I was, here, guys. You're like, I could, like, I'll get really low to the ground and just kind of go underneath people. The passes are going at people's ankles so you're because you're so small. Right. Cause so, so because I was so small, I never really shot. I didn't get a chance to shoot very much because I was, I was too little. I was never going to really make it. People would tower over me and block me. So I was really good at getting around and passing to people, and I dribbled out the court, but I wasn't a, a shooter. So I didn't get fouled very much. So, wow. I get to take you on more, I guess. I guess so. I'm not very good as well. So, <laughs> but okay, the very last scene. So, yay, so they he win. Makes it, they win. Woo! And they like carry him on on shoulders and stuff, and he or gets he's down. A and then he and then he t- he's got the voice the the choice between the blonde or or Boof. And he chooses Boof. More, no, I mean Boof. Well, no, we, Other than her 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 name, we we liked her. I guess it's a. I think we would have been that way either way. You know, we would have been like. um... If he chooses Boof and if he chooses the blonde chick. So that's the last, but okay. And then we move on to the most notoriously controversial scene in all of Teen Wolf. I don't even know what to say about this one. Right at the end, right before, I guess, the, is it the credits come up? Before the credits come up, Yeah. explain what happens in the background of the show. I'm not even sure I can. Okay, so 
um, right before the credits pop up, they have um, a crowd sort of backgroundish scene on the bleachers. Mm-hmm. And this this uh, guy, girl, I don't really know because they were sitting down and you never saw their face. They stand up to cheer and their pants are very clearly unzipped. And this person reaches down to ostensibly zip up their pants. But it looks like they tuck in some junk. Like Does it look junk, pixelated? No, it looks like junk was hanging out and they tucked in their junk. Like it had been unzipped. They might have been playing with themselves and then stood up and went, oh, better put that away. So this is the thing that's become the most known. <laughs> this is this is how this movie has been known. Is this person Google that. that that did or did not pull out their junk in the fi- it's like the left final hand scene. corner of the final scene. Yeah. I think I think it might be a chick and she just had her pants open a little bit. But if that's a chick, why but does most she have people, junk? A lot of people think that it's a guy out with his junk. I don't blame. What what could she else could she have been tucking in if it were a woman? Her I mean, strap-on junk? If it actually happened that way, you're like, is that the only version of that scene they shot? And they are, they're like, oh, gosh. I just want to find out for sure. I want somebody to tell me. Yeah, they need to out that person. They like, do. Like, I'm the person that showed my junk at the end of Teen Wolf. The guy goes out on YouTube. That was me. Look at this. This is my junk. I think anybody could see Look, that, though. How looks do you like vet the same? that? Huh? How do you vet that? Uh, how would you profile him if you're like, okay, we have to find this man. Draw a picture. What, did it, was, what was the guy like? You think it was a guy over a girl, obviously. I do think it was a guy over a girl because I don't think girls have junk that they white can guy? Back was into it a white pants. guy. Yeah, well, ostensibly because their arms were not, you know, brown or black or purple. So or green. a white guy in his twenties or thirties. I assume twenties. Okay, what was his first name? Al. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the, yeah, that's the. You were surprised at that, obviously. N- you think? Okay. Well, because especially because we got through the end, and I didn't notice, and you were like, "Oh, we have to go back. You have to see this." <laughs> And I was like, all right. And then you took it back. You're like, pay attention to the top left corner. And I'm like, okay. And I see them stand up. And at first I just thought the fly was down. I was like, oh, that sucks. Their fly was down. And then when I saw the tucking of the junkage, I was like, what? (laughs) Okay. So the final word is, Chrissy says, definitely junkage being tucked in. I think so. All right. So overall, Chrissy, what would you say was, what did you learn from Teen Wolf? Uh, For the first time watching it. I I learned that Michael J. Fox... um, makes a better jockey than he does a basketball player as a wolf he is better at everything under the sun than he is when he's not being a wolf and everybody else in the movie is just really really fickle and only into the cause celeb of the day yeah he's kind of like Miley Cyrus yes he he's like Miley Cyrus poor Miley Cyrus <laughs> she's not taking her wolfdom very well no she's not Oh, man. And then we'll move on to the next. Well, thank you uh, again for uh, making this a happy birthday podcast. Happy birthday podcast! Woo! I had fun watching a movie that is associated (laughs) with my favorite movie of all time. And I love spending time with you watching movies. So, thanks. I love you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We had fun. Yes. Until next time. Happy birthday, Justin. Woof.